My special guest joining me via the laser hotline is knocked loose frontman Brian Garris. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you taking the time for me today, man. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to next Thursday. Knocked Loose live at the Valair Ballroom. Back in town for the first time since Knotfest in September of last year. And maybe that's a good place to start here, Brian. What was that experience like for you and the band? Uh, that was an amazing experience. I can confidently say that that's the best festival that we've ever played. You know, we've done a lot of those, like, outdoor festivals, and <clears throat> they all come with their own, like, challenges and rewards but that one was just like such an amazing experience the the setup of only having two stages and they're right next to each other so like no matter when you're playing you're playing the whole crowd and our set beyond that was just so awesome we were very very grateful for the reaction that we got at that set and I'll, I'll definitely remember that one for a long time no doubt man it was a great day and yeah i don't know i heard that things were pretty locked down backstage but did you guys have an opportunity after your set to poke around and check out the other bands and things like that we did get to watch a lot of the other acts yeah a big one for me was suicide boys i really enjoyed that set yeah, the crowd went nuts for those guys. That was one of those. And you know, this is the cool thing about Slipknot in general is they, you know, their tastes vary greatly. And you know, so you'll get an act like a Suicide Boys, or you'll get like a Tech Nine on a show like that. And you know, that's a little bit out of left field for some people, but it really rounds out a great show. Yeah, I completely agree. I I would prefer a mixed bill festival than just sitting to the same thing for ten hours. I think that it adds a lot of good. Uh, variety and also if it's just absolutely not your thing it gives you the opportunity to take a break yeah no doubt about that and on a if i remember right that was a pretty hot day it was a good opportunity to get in line and get yourself a refreshing beverage or something yeah absolutely <laughs> so tell me brian what's the scene like in kentucky where all this started about 10 years ago are there many bands that sound the way you do um i wouldn't say that there are honestly or at least the scene that i come from um we're all very much a part of the the hardcore scene in Kentucky, and it's it's much smaller than I feel like a lot of people would assume. Or people probably do assume that it's small because it is Kentucky, but I think that because it's so small, it kind of requires uh, everybody to kind of pitch in to keep it going. Uh, it's very DIY, and I think that that really helped shape us and kind of taking that attitude onto the road. What's ironic about what you just said is I don't think anyone would have guessed Iowa when Slipknot first appeared, you know, and people had a preconceived notion of Iowa, much like I'm sure they do Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing. Like you, When you're coming from a place where a lot of people consider it to be the middle of nowhere, you kind of just have to work even harder. Um, it's like you got to prove yourself uh, a lot more than because you don't have the privileges that bands on the coast have brian garris is the front man of knocked loose check him out next thursday night at the valair ballroom i alluded to the history of the band which goes back about a decade not fest was definitely a big spot for you guys and i'm guessing some of those tours you've done with bands like Beartooth and a day to remember equally pivotal in the upward trajectory for this band yeah absolutely those are all great opportunities and i'm hoping to keep climbing and do whatever's next right now we're currently on a headline tour that's what we're coming through with and it's been amazing it's definitely the biggest one that we've ever done it's crazy to look back and think about doing that bear tooth tour as an opener and, and now we're doing 
those rooms, if not bigger, on our own. Yeah, that's amazing uh, when you think about it, because that's there's not a whole heck of a lot of time in between there. But one thing I do want to ask about here is the story of your latest release, A Tear in the Fabric of Life. Very unique set of circumstances, from what I understand, that led to this album and then, uh, or the EP, I should say, and, and, you know, everything that went along with it, the writing, the recording, all of it. Yeah, it was... Um it was a very rewarding experience, but it was something that I don't think that we initially had planned on doing. In the grand scheme of Knocked Loose, I think that we probably would have just kept touring. But, you know, when the world shut down and kind of forced us to take a break, we we took a step back and thought, the, what, what should we do um, to stay busy? And, and in a time period where we were having a hard time figuring out how to um, stay engaged with fans, we just decided to take advantage of the break and get together and write music and out of that we got a much more artistic endeavor and something that i'm very very proud of i've heard it called a concept record is that in reference to the linear storyline or or when you think concept do you think more what you're doing musically speaking because i do hear you guys trying some new things out on this ep it's it's very much a concept record lyrically um musically we we definitely kept that in mind moving throughout like knowing where the story was going to be at certain points in the EP kind of helped us dial in what the song needed to be vibe-wise. And I think that that also helped me then tackle it lyrically. So it is very much a concept EP. The, the lyrics tell a story, and musically I think that it just follows the story as, as best as we could make it. Was the idea to add a visual element as you did with the animated film something that was always part of the plan or did that idea come later? Yeah, that was a part of the plan in the very beginning. I, th- I think that the plan for the EP kind of just snowballed from from like one idea to the next. We were just sitting around brainstorming and hanging out and it was like, well, let's write and let's do an EP and let's do a concept EP and let's do a video for the entire thing and let's do an animated video like it it just kind of organically came out in conversation and it was a big task and something that we had never really tried to do so but the the downtime allowed us to to take a break from everything else and really focus on on getting that done Boy, I, I really love the finished product, man. Tell me about that process. It's not like shooting a standard music video, you know? Yeah, it's not. Um so th- this artist that that we collabed with his name is Magnus Johnson and we we were a fan of his work and we kind of threw his name out there as like a, oh, wow, what if we could do it with this guy? And didn't even really think that that was much of a possibility, but we ended up finding a contact and pitching the project to him, and he was very excited about it and very passionate about it. So me and him specifically worked very closely together on the project for almost an entire year, really. Um, We planned on the project being like a surprise, so there were no singles, there was no rollout. We just dropped the entire video at once and so that people could kind of like, if you chose to sit through the video, you could just consume it all how it was supposed to be consumed. And with that like uh, setup, it means that we were working on it basically until it came out. So the, the version that people are seeing and the version that you can see on YouTube um, we got that version maybe five days before it hit YouTube. Oh, wow. And that's just because, like, there was no deadline to this project. It was just we got the final version, and we said, 
this is it. This is what we're happy with. And then we just scheduled when's the best time to put this on the internet, you know? Sure. And, you know, the other thing, too, you're, there was probably still some uncertainty as to when you could get out and play shows on a more regular basis, right, and tour on it. So was there any idea in your head, like, I really hope we can get out and tour on, on this batch of songs? Or did you think, ah, maybe we'll go write another batch of songs and tour on those? Yeah, that was definitely, um, we wanted it, we were originally hoping that it would be done by the time, like, right before shows came back for us. And we started playing shows again in late August, early September. So it just wasn't ready. And me and the artist were still working on things. And it, it needed some final touches. So we didn't get it done in time for that first tour back. But, but then we actually we did a support tour with Gojira. And that was definitely like, wow, we would love to have this for this tour because we're playing in front of so many new people every night. We would love to have a brand new batch of songs to show them. Um, And I think it ended up working out to where it released on like the second or third day of the Gojira tour. Um, It was Friday the 13th. Oh, nice. We tried to keep it it spooky. So like (laughs) uh, it it ended up working out and uh, then that allowed us to, do a support tour off of the EP and then let the EP sit with everybody for a couple months and then headline off the EP, which is what we're doing now. Absolutely. Listen, I, I, if this is a big secret, you don't have to answer the question, but are you playing the album in its entirety on this tour? Uh, we are. Yeah. And I, I don't have a, I think that, that, yeah, that's no secret. Like I, I'm very excited to say that we are because, you know, with, when you do a full length record, you, you get to interchange some songs and it's like, it's never really to the point where you're like, Oh, we're going to play this entire record because usually you have to fit in other songs from other records and stuff that people would love to hear. But since this is an EP, we got to kind of seamlessly incorporate it in this tour and see what works where. And uh, we're not playing it um, in order, but we are playing every song on the record. So that's that's exciting. Badass. I love that. I was just perusing your tour itinerary through the fall of this year. I noticed you're playing some big shows over in Europe, places like the UK and Germany and Netherlands and Spain. Will that be a first for you? No, we've, we've, we've been over there. Um, we, we typically go over like in a regular touring year, we would go over there like two to three times a year. Um, but something that is new for us is, a lot of like the summer months in Europe is considered like festival season and they do all the big giant metal and rock festivals. And we've gotten to play a couple of those, but there's a lot of festivals that we're playing for the very first time um, this summer over there. So I'm really excited for that. Jeez, that's dream come true stuff right there, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Brian, thanks so much for your time today, man. Really enjoyed talking to you and look forward to the show next Thursday night at the Valair here in Des Moines. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm excited for it as well. Sounds like we should have a pretty damn good turnout Thursday night. Looking forward to it, and uh, we'll see you soon, man. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank you for your time.